before the show, we were talking to your mom, Sinclair, and uh, oh gosh. who's like the biggest partiers on the Bowerman team? Is, is <laughs> what what are the stakes on a game of flip cup? If we win, you guys gotta shave your heads. Okay, it's on. Welcome back to the Bear Mile Podcast. Today, we have two ladies from the Bowerman Babes. We had a lot of fun with them. Got a lot of insight into their life outside of running, as well as a game of flip cup, 2v2, with some pretty high stakes on the line, including Adam and I having to shave our heads if we lose. So you're not going to want to miss that, the game of flip cup, coming later in the episode. But first, big news. Big news, y'all. On this episode, we have a sponsor. Adam, can you talk about our sponsor, The Harrier? They're our first sponsor ever. Pretty special. They're giving our listeners 20% off all Harrier products. They're pretty hype. We're wearing two t-shirts right now. They've got memes. They've got some dope regular shirts. Your girlfriends will love them. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably saw the Craig and Eric episode. They sent us this thing. Look at this drip. Craig Ingalls holding the Bud Light. I mean, kind of, kind of being softy for not drinking the Bud Light, but... I mean, this is a hype shirt. That's like, a hype shirt. This shirt that Adam is you got, wearing. You got Don't Run instead of Let's Run. You got these stickers. You got oh, man. Have Yourself a Day. You've got Shelbo with the French bread fry. Oh, man. I mean, Drip Chogi. Come on. Did you guys see that GQ edition with Drip Chogi? I mean, damn, the thing was fire. Have you ever seen a runner look so fly as my man's Elliot Kipchoge? Also, if you follow Matt Centrowitz, you would have seen on his Instagram that he was rocking the Centros shirt from the Harrier. So, man, if you're if you're a fan of running and you haven't bought a shirt, uh, a sweatshirt, a mug, a sticker from the Harrier, like, who are you? The Harrier is your spot, and you need to use the code BEERMILE20. We'll also have that in the description, but BEERMILE20 gets you 20% off. We, we talked to Nessa Frazier and Sinclair Johnson. Get some good tips from Sinclair's mom. Shout out to Claire Johnson. We pull our usual, well, recently our usual of, we're gonna reach out to some folks, some friends, some family of the guests of the pod, get some insight, get some details. So yeah, Sinclair's mom, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for giving us a couple of conversation topics for the ladies. Uh, and I mean, it, really it all comes down to who's the better flip cup player. Is it Nessa and Sinclair or is it the boys? Will you see us in the next episode with our heads shaved? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Head shaved, ass tats, what are you going to see? Or or Nessa and Sinclair are going to owe us some drinks, maybe a night at the club. I I mean, we also, you know, you got to suit up just like with Alio Strainer and Spencer Brown. You got to put on the attire, look good, feel good, legs feeling good, all those things. So that's coming later in the episode. One other thing I would say, if you're looking for a GPS watch, make sure you're looking at Garmin. Garmin, the best running GPS watches out there. So if you're looking for a new Garmin for yourself, treat yourself or a friend or family member, click the link in the description. It really helps support the podcast. Note, yes, we do get a a kickback on you clicking that link, but you're supporting the podcast as a result. So if you're looking for a new GPS watch or even a casual watch, make sure you click the link in the description. We really appreciate it. And with that, let's get into the interview with Nessa and Sinclair. Do you prefer Nessa or Vanessa? 
Um, either one. Either one's okay. What about Jean? Huh? What about Jean? Jean? Yeah. How do you know that's my? (laughs) (laughs) Someone told them that was not me. That was not me. Promise. Nessa, I asked Sinclair for dirt, and she didn't give me any. Yeah, I honestly could not think of anything. That's okay. I was going to tell him, I was going to say, ask about Nordstrom. Oh, gosh. But then I was like, eh. Ask what about Nordstrom? <laughs> Just some guy gave me a $1,000 gift card to Nordstrom. Like a sugar daddy? Like, what's the deal here? No, I didn't give him anything in exchange. You just got to like, Was it legit? You, like a thousand? I, I used it. <laughs> He's just a generous guy. He's just, damn. Spreading, yeah, spreading joy. I like That's it. What he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never gotten a thousand dollars to Nordstrom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're diving right in. So, welcome to the show, Nessa and Sinclair. And uh, before the show, we were talking to your mom, Sinclair, and uh, oh what? wanted to know a little bit about a name that you're also known as, or at least previously known as, the director. Can you tell us a little bit about that? The director? Oh, <laughs> so I think, so when I was younger, and like, uh, I don't know, probably like pre-K-ish age, I um, got a name for myself as the director at school. Because I was very bossy and I like to boss people around. Um, so yeah, they they call me the director, but honestly don't even really remember that. Like I don't even know if there's more to the story than that. But that's what they told me I did. So that's all your mom spilled. So yeah. yeah <laughs> she Sean, didn't give anything more. She's cool. I I told her she's the coolest mom I've ever seen because she's really? she's a physician and a an FAA certified drone photographer. Yeah. Yeah, she's woman of many talents. She's actually like on her way to Bolivia right now to see the salt flats. Holy so cow. Yes. She's, she's just a go-getter. How did she even get into drone photography? I feel like that's a, I don't know, drones haven't been around that long. It, it yeah. would feel like it'd be a younger generation expertise versus, you know, generation up. I don't actually know how she got into it. I know she, she's like, she's been into photography, photography for a while now. Um, and then I think she like, she had like a pilot friend. So I think she realized that you could get certified and I guess flying drones. And then also there's like projects. She's actually doing a project with, I think it's Vanderbilt. I think, cause I think it's in Nashville, Tennessee doing a project with them. I mean, she can tell you more about it. I don't really know all the <laughs> details, <she's on. laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's now like made it into work too, which is kind of cool. So yeah. Very impressive. I guess yeah. before we maybe get into some other spicy things, let's let's uh, talk about a little bit of running and and how you all are doing at Altitude Camp. Uh, we'll we'll save the spice for a little bit later on. But how how is the training camp going so far? You're like four weeks in now. Uh, are you still still feeling healthy? Feeling like you're gaining fitness? How's it going? Yeah. Well, I'm actually just two weeks in because I got a bit of a late start due to a minor injury that popped up like two days before I was supposed to leave for camp in just classic fashion. So, um, that set me back a couple weeks, but I'm finally feeling pretty healthy. Just not like training quite at full volume and intensity yet. But so I'm like just over two weeks in starting to do some workouts, struggling a little bit. Cause everybody else is like 
fully adapted to altitude, but um, still crushing. It's kind of nice to be doing camp with lower mileage because I have a bit more energy than normal. And it's like, it actually might end up working out well because I feel like I always leave altitude in a huge hole feeling totally fried. So hopefully this will play into my advantage and I'll be super fresh. True. Very true. Yeah. How about you, Sinclair? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I guess this is going on our fifth week here. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been up and down. I feel like workouts, some workouts go well, some don't go so well. Um, but yeah, just kind of, and also we're doing, like she said earlier, nine day cycle, which has been kind of an adjustment to get through. Um, so, and I think too, like a lot of the strength stuff that we do at sea level was already hard enough for me. So now doing that at altitude is like 10 times harder. Um, but it's been fun. I mean, I feel like just even doing easy runs around here, you gain a lot more fitness, um, than doing easy run at sea level. So, um, we'll be racing soon too. So I'm excited to see how that will, uh, play off in racing. <laughs> yeah. Are you, so you're racing the Texas qualifier at the end of February. Is that the yeah. race? Yeah, I'll be in the fifth. Racing that one or not yet? No, I'm not going to be ready for a bit. Unfortunately, I was like super bummed because I missed the whole summer due to Achilles surgery, and then um, I got to race in December. But I was like super rusty and not super prepared for it. So then, in my mind, I was like, okay, February's my time. We're gonna have to push that back a little bit, but. Hopefully, uh, targeting maybe early to mid March to do something. You never know what, like what races are going to pop up these days, but we'll find something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you still have plenty of times till plenty of time until the Olympic trials, assuming that they, they happen and I'm I'm hopeful that they'll happen. So you still have plenty of runway ahead of that. regardless. That's what I have to keep reminding myself. Like when I have FOMO with everybody racing, yeah. Just remember that June is what matters. Are you going to take uh, like a joyride vacation to Texas or, or is it now go? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Actually, uh, really, really hate flying. So I will avoid flying at all costs. So probably no, no joyride to Austin for me. How long are you planning? Like how long does the altitude camp last in, in Flagstaff? How long is Bowerman planning to be there? It'll be total seven weeks. So we got this week and then two more weeks, I believe. Got it. Okay. And then back to Portland after that? Yeah. Very nice. And you're both relatively new to pro running. How has the transition been from college to joining Bowerman and especially Bowerman with Jerry being known for, I guess, pretty intense training as well as his, I guess, marquee, like you don't even know you're going to race until the week of sometimes. How has that transition been for both of you? Um, it's really weird because I definitely still feel super new to the scene. And then when I think about it, I've been on this team for two and a half years already, which is kind of terrifying. But to be fair, you know, okay. the first year I kind of wrote off as a complete transition year. And the second year was COVID plus surgery year. So I kind of write that off too. Um, I had, you know, one really good race last February in Boston when I uh, ran my 5k PR. But aside from that, I feel like I haven't done much so far as a pro and it's kind of been 
due to those factors that I just explained. So in a way I feel really new still, but, um, I mean, the transition super hard. I found the first year to be really difficult. I was just physically beat down all the time. And then also the mental transition is pretty challenging when you are surrounded with the caliber of women that we're surrounded with. It's just, um, it's sometimes hard to, you know, feel good about yourself, I guess. <laughs> but um, it also, on the other hand, like definitely makes you your absolute best. So it's worth it. It's worth the challenge. And I'm glad I kind of had one really big breakthrough race last year because that gave me the validation that, you know, this training system works really well. You just have to keep your head down for a while. You have to believe in yourself, even when other people around you might be doing something way harder, way faster. You have to have faith that like the training is working for you and that you're going to get there someday too. So I think that's been my biggest, my biggest lesson. And I hope that I'll be able to carry that into this summer and finally kind of put together a really good, strong pro campaign for the summer. Yeah. We're rooting for you. Is there, is there anyone on the team that has helped you kind of along your way transitioning to being on the Bowerman club? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people come to mind, like it's not just one person, but anytime just somebody on the team shares their experience and their story of transitioning, like Shelby has told me so many times how much she struggled her first year and to hear that from somebody, you know, as amazing as Shelby and to think that she struggled as well. Um, I mean, nothing else can make you feel much better than that. Um, but I mean, a lot of other people too, similarly struggled their first year, second year, or they might have kind of a down period after a big race and just kind of all part of the process, but to be able to just like Emily, for example, her different injury struggles and the way she's bounced back from those. And, um, you know, Courtney, has shared different struggles that she's had with her confidence. And I think that that just, I don't know, it's, it's so much more relatable when everybody else has experienced similar things and, and to see what they've been able to accomplish despite those challenges gives me, I think a lot of hope that, you know, we'll be able to get to those goals at some point too. Yeah, absolutely. And distance running is such a long-term game regardless. Like it takes years to get to where you want to be. And especially coming off like a double boot situation, like it's going to take a long time to build back up the strength and, and coordination and everything that goes with that uh, to be at like the best, you know, best in the U.S., best in the world level. So, yeah, I mean, definitely plenty of time. And Shelby's been like kind of an example of just that steady progression over time as well coming off of college and then all the way through her, her pro career thus far. So yeah, definitely plenty of runway for you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This one's been crushing the transition so far. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Watch out for big things. <laughs> up too much. <laughs> like to under promise and over deliver. You know? Okay. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been good. I feel like I was very intimidated coming into this group, just being surrounded by the people that I train with every day is, I mean, still very intimidating. Um, and then also I've like notoriously been a very low mileage person. And I think coming into the program, knowing that Jerry definitely puts emphasis on higher mileage and just like more volume in general, um, was a little bit scary. And 
And I think that when you're like Vanessa was saying, it's like when you're surrounded by that every single day, it's kind of hard mentally to like stay true to yourself, I guess, and stay like, okay, what I'm doing works for me. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is just how I operate. This is what makes me at my best. Um, but nonetheless, it's been so fun to like be in a group again. I feel like my first year as a pro, I was still in at Oklahoma state, um, just kind of training on my own. So to have, you know, what we have nine other women on the team now. So like to have nine other women like to train with and just like not only on the track, but then like off the track, just to have, just to be surrounded by them and like, you know, see what they're like and to, I learned their lifestyle and, um, just be like immersed in that. It's been a lot of fun. So I, um, <laughs> definitely been very, very humbled being here, but, um, it's been fun. It's been really fun. And I feel like for me, I, when I'm having fun with training, I feel like things go well. Um, and I'm definitely like finding the joy back in training again. And that's been very exciting. So and and you know that you're running a race like a month ahead of time. I mean, that's that's a yeah, pretty good I know. Yeah. yeah, when I got the text, Jerry was like, Okay, have your agents sign you up for this race ASAP. I was like, Wow, this is this is some heads up. We like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's excellent. Um, curious, how does 2021, how does the outlook look for uh for Craig? Um Mike, my Craig, your Craig, your Craig, oh, so, owner, so ownership. Craig your, <laughs> your Craig. Uh, so, so your Craig, I think he's a fan of the beer mile podcast. I got a follow from him on Instagram a couple days ago. Really? Yeah. He's so he moved up to Portland with me in the, well, just in December, but he's been still training, um, unsponsored, but still going to take a crack at the Olympic trials. I think, he graduated in 2017. So he never was able to like do an Olympic year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that's been like his main goal since leaving college is to like give a crack at trying to make the team. Um, so yeah, he's, he's found some people to train with. He's trained with the other Craig, um, sometimes in Portland. And then there's like a good amount of, uh, weirdly enough, there's like a good amount of people that ran in college, but are still like, like work, but like are still very serious about training. Um, and so like Chris's boyfriend too, Kellen, um, has been training too. So it's nice for him to have people like that also to, to mix it up with. And, um, yeah, he's been, he's been good and hopefully we'll see some fast times come out of him later this uh, spring. I actually think he's running the 1500 as well in Austin. Awesome. Heck yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Spoiler alert, we're, we're going to be there. Um, and also we are, uh, I, I guess, yeah, can we I'll, I'll say it now. So it's not, I, I need to sign the contract, but okay. by the time that this podcast comes out, it'll be official. So if it's not, I'll just cut it. But uh, the men's 1500 is going to be the Beer Mile Media men's 1500. We're sponsoring the, the race. So Craig, <laughs> Craig's going to realize he's running the, the Beer Mile Media men's 1500. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, maybe I should come now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, you should. That's why we asked about, about flying. I don't know. <laughs> Might have to brave the skies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Is it because you're afraid of flying or it's just like a generally unpleasant like trip? Uh kind of both. Yeah. I'm I'm an anxious flyer, but obviously I've had to fly a ton, you know, through college and as a pro and I just deal with it, but <laughs> 
What about joining the van life and just just Ooh, driving your way there? Speaking of Craig's, speaking yeah. of speaking of this guy right here. <laughs> um, I don't think Jerry would approve of that. There's definitely no way that he would like that. There's what? absolutely no way. <laughs> Why? It just he doesn't want you sitting in a car for that long, or like, what's the deal? Yeah. 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 I mean, I hate, I hate driving more than like 45 minutes myself. True. So I always feel like crap getting out of a car. So totally get that. <laughs> I also feel like the last minute race plans would not bode well with having right. to drive. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, Oops, I needed to leave yesterday to make it in time. <laughs> Question. So we understand that either both of you or at least Nessa, um, but I think both of you are at least somewhat into golf. You is guys are correct? so afraid every time we ask a question. Yeah, come on, this isn't bad. This isn't Jeez. bad. I'm just nervous. I'm actually like, <laughs> sweating like, right now. Like, I don't know what you're going to ask us. Like, like, how do you know what my middle name is? I'm just like, who did you talk to? We, we oh, promise we're harmless. <laughs> John Ross told me, don't worry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. If he's listening, he didn't. no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm like, geez, you really went through the sources. We didn't go that far. I wouldn't put it past us, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we our history now with after the Craig and Eric episode of going all out, but we we felt more comfortable doing it with them because we can see that they're just squirrely guys, and so it was like whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys are relatively straight shooters. <laughs> At least on the surface. We can handle anything you shoot our way. We're ready. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. Right. So, so yeah. who's <laughs> profusely sweating? It's fine though. Um, but yeah, I mean, who's I'm a better golfer uh, between the two uh, of you. Not me. I don't know. Not you. Okay. <laughs> not me. We got an incorrect source on the the golfing for Sinclair. Then mm -hmm. okay, okay. Who well, was your source? Did you you went out with the okay? We crew. we did a par three. We did a par three okay. uh, golf course. I also, <laughs> anybody was there, they all knew I was the worst golfer of them all. So I don't know why they would say that. <laughs> it was more that we saw that you went golfing. Oh, okay. much it. <laughs> I, uh, I had up the driving range on occasion as kind of a hobby and I would love to, you know, have more time to get better at it, but, um, I enjoy it just as a little side gig. <laughs> I, I feel like golfing is a pretty good compliment to running. It doesn't like tire you out too much. You can drive around in the cart and yeah. get up there and swing a golf club every once in a while. I mean, at, so it, you don't play super often. It's just once in a while. Yeah, exactly. And a cart is definitely a must. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And how, so it skiing, do you think you'll get back into skiing post professional running obviously like with the contract and everything I, I assume you can't ski so yeah, yeah I can't ski, but definitely as soon as I retire I'm going straight to the slopes and I'm going to do like a full ski bum winter you know before I start phase two of my career whatever that is I'm blocking off multiple months to ski all over maybe like even Europe too like I'm Ski bum life. I literally like have been just watching ski videos in bed while at camp. Like I'm just desperately really missing skiing. So I'll send you that uh, one Red Bull uh, skiing vest. Have you seen that? Oh, the it, vest it holds like ten beers in it. <laughs> okay. You totally need that. <laughs> well, that That'll be great for retirement life. Exactly. That'd be that would be pretty epic to like finish a Europe track circuit like crush some diamond league races, run PRs, retire, and then just go to the Alps and just 
have a have a whole winter of just skiing the Alps. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I think that's the plan. So, what are what are the thoughts on on a post running career right now? Shot in the dark. I actually really don't like that question only because I just started running. And so I feel like, I, I feel like when I'm around my relatives, like that's always the question. It's like, so what are you doing next? Like they, like, as if they don't think this is like an actual career. You know yeah, I mean? right. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I honestly don't know. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm working on it. Um, hopefully I'll have it figured out by the time I'm done running. <laughs> That's well, like, yeah, it's, you're both new. Yeah, so gonna say, you no don't need to, yeah. Just like Sinclair said, you don't need to work on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a future issue. You hopefully you're running for 10 more years and, and crush it. So yeah, I definitely want to do something really cool that I love. So that's what we're looking for. <laughs> nice. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> like a, like a ski instructor, a ski bum. Perfect. <laughs> Living in the Alps. <laughs> so Sinclair, you're from Florida. Have you ever done the, uh, it's like a very common thing to search for like Florida man and then your birth month. Have you ever done that? Oh, I haven't done that for my birth month now. You haven't I done haven't done Florida man before. Yeah. Done, just okay. Like okay. So it's coming in hot. We like, so yeah, we, when we saw you were from Florida, we were like, okay, well, we'll try it. We'll see what we get. And it was like, I couldn't believe the things that came up for both of you. So we did a search for both of you for your birth months. And we're like, is this even real life? Like, how is this news? And it's like actual news sources that post this. So what's the what's right. the first one for So for Sinclair, the title of the news story is Thong Wearing Florida Man Arrested While Building Shed with Garbage on Stranger's Property. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where was that? In Florida, of course. In Martin County. Oh, I don't know where really they know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what city that is. And then for Vanessa, it was uh, Florida man arrested for pelting girlfriend with McDonald's sweet and sour packets. <laughs> I feel like this should be like, like, it's almost like astrology. What does that say about you two? Oh, yeah, we could read into that. Hmm. I, well, the pelting the sweet and sour packets kind of makes me think like, there's this feisty, aggressive side, but you're not That's really actually saying. that dangerous. True, true. all right. <laughs> you're going to do no harm, but you are going to show you are a little aggressive. Yeah. yeah. You're a chaotic neutral, that's for sure. <laughs> and I feel like mine would be something about, I don't know, like almost like being resourceful, like using garbage to build something. You're scrappy. Yeah. yeah. Scrappy. I don't know why you'd get arrested for that. You're just trying to help build shelter for someone. I mean, that sounds sounds fine, right? Yeah. Why are you wearing a thong? <laughs> well, that's a good point. It's like we won't. It's okay. We won't. We won't tell your mom. Uh, speaking of which, wait, we forgot one more question that your mom asked. So allegedly, you were a lacrosse player. Hmm. And she said that you were, there was perhaps a time where you were too aggressive on the field and the coach had to talk to her. Yeah. Do you so remember I, what you said? It was after some, maybe some tournament. And I always hated how girls lacrosse was considered a non-contact sport versus like men's lacrosse. I mean, they just whack. Oh yeah. It's savage. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I always wished that girls lacrosse is more like that. Um, and we could check each other, but there were like so many rules around it. And I think 
I probably had a bad check. Um, it was probably definitely illegal. Um, and I think that, uh, I think my, one of my coaches came up to my mom after the game and was like, your daughter's just way too aggressive. <laughs> Something like that. So, so you didn't get my, mom, my mom took it as a compliment though. So yeah, I was, was going to say, that sounds like a good thing. <laughs> well, when I, when I messaged her, she was like, yeah, so the, the coach told me this and I like basically didn't care. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you think that's just like your competitive nature now and you're translating that into running or like, yeah. like are you secretly like a super like ready to get in a scrap, like feisty person or is oh, it yeah. one time? Oh, you are. Okay. I'm fiery. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, personality. so we had another guest, Eric Jenkins, who is also scrappy and may, may know some amount of, he's got some jujitsu and yeah. some other things. Yeah. Sinclair versus Eric. Nessa, who comes out on top? <laughs> I mean, I have to go with my girl. Of course. Of I have course. to. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, especially you give her, uh, is it called a lacrosse club? Lacrosse so stick? Stick? Lacrosse stick? I mean, yeah, give me that as a weapon and oh. you'll just destroy him, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's talk about. So a little more, a little more digging. Um, let's talk about some dancing. Sinclair, are you still like a big dancer or was that just like kind of some one-off things here and there, you know, five-ish years ago? On Twitter. On Twitter. Oh my gosh. Wow, you really wow I'm multi-talented. Oh, it's, oh, it's She's good. a really good dancer, how, actually. How far did you guys go? Oh, I'm just talking about. I, mean, I, had, I had time. <laughs> five years ago. So you remember, like, there is a trend. It was after Vine, but before TikTok, probably like 2016. Yeah. And there's like a video shooting out of a car, and one person is in like the driver's seat, and, like at a gas station, and then you're in the back seat, like doing some dance. Oh, I do. Car. We'll, we'll throw it up on the green. Yeah, screen. it's gonna it's gonna be up on the green screen behind us, but. Yes. <laughs> It's actually like a really good dance, though. You crush yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. I think <laughs> wow, I actually want to see this dance because I don't. I, I still. I mean, like, I vaguely know what you're talking about. Oh, I'll I'll text it to you right now. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a good dance video of her in the kitchen from the other night. If you guys want that too, oh, send that for sure. Yeah. I've we've been watching like the Bowerman uh, Track Club Insta stories and some of the you know stories of you cooking and whatnot like you're clearly having a good time like doing some dancing and and so on so but i'm sure that's also just the not super embarrassing dancing that gets out to the public versus what well, maybe you have the, yeah, the inside yeah the actual inside dancing uh, yeah we do we do after dinner we like to crank up the music like yeah and after it while we're cleaning up so yeah after that's the real day. it's like it's like the dishwashing club vibes. It's about as oh, well as the altitude camp. And we're like, oh, I What's can't your... wait to be in a club again, you know, after camp and after COVID. Like it's been a long time since we've been been <laughs> What's your what's your go-to like playlist for washing the dishes? Slash going to the club, apparently. Playlist? Well, we don't have playlists. Like genre. Oh, genre yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, genre. Probably some like trap music. There Some we go. Real, you know, just real 
getting rolled down and dirty. Sedition. There we go. <laughs> down and dirty. Do you do you have any like artists that you're really feeling? I guess it could be the, the trap playlist or just in general. What what sort of music do you vibe with like on a day to day basis? Well, right now. I'm really vibing with Tequila Shots by Kid Cudi. That's oh, been yeah. song of Altitude Camp, so that's always on there. <laughs> that's always on there. There we go. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's any. But... How does Marielle feel about this? <laughs> she, she loves it. She loves us. She puts up with us kids. <laughs> <laughs> we get a few laughs out of her. I think she enjoys it. I'm yeah, sorry. she does. She does. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We haven't gotten her to participate in the dancing though yet, but we still got three more weeks here. So you got time. You You can wear her down. I'm sure. That's right. How about you, Nessa? What, what's the music that you listen to on a day-to-day basis? Same. We're all, we're on the same page. We, we like very, or like, I feel like our playlists are very eclectic. Mm -hmm. We can go from some big wild. Yes, we love big wild. <laughs> we can go to two. nine. <laughs> yes. Such a vibe. What else can we? We can go just then. We can go to some Travis Scott. Mm, yeah. Um, Kid Cudi. Then we can go to. Sometimes I sometimes I like listen to some like Willie Nelson. Okay. Yeah. Um. What's the softest shit you guys play? Like the most sappy. <laughs> lame music mm. sam smith i don't know okay yeah but you're, it sounds like you're just mostly in hype mode like no yeah. time no time for you know vibe. yeah okay. Okay. pre-workout hype post-workout hype pre-dinner hype dishes hype the packer the packers yeah. lose their playoff game sam smith yeah <laughs> So, which one of you is the better cook? Oh gosh, no. Yeah, no. I yes. not, I feel like we're on the same level. You have all. She has all her Instagram recipes saved. She yeah. follows all her food accounts. Her like explore page is just all food. But I'm not as good at executing. Like oh. I can look at a dish and say, okay, I want to make this. But does it always turn out? the way it's supposed to it's been pretty good well then you can have mary i'll save you you're the creative yeah she's yeah. the she can execute yeah yeah so just like whipping up some yeah delicious stuff she just right off the top of her head yeah we can't do that we gotta follow a recipe <laughs> <laughs> okay that, that was exactly what i was gonna ask is are you like a recipe follower and i still mess it up <laughs> yeah. See, i think i think that's your problem is you got to take like cooking as an art and because you follow True. all these food recipes and everything, like you just got to trust that you're going to figure it out and just start throwing stuff together. And it's going to taste amazing. Yeah. I so think you gotta that'd, trust be, yourself. that'd be quicker. Cause I just feel like it's so tedious to I like read one ingredient and then measure it out. And <laughs> Reading recipes makes me feel like I'm dyslexic. Like, yeah. yeah. It takes so long. And then you have more dishes to do too. It's like, it's, yeah. Well, oh, much. so many dishes. We just oh, like are so inefficient. Just like, and well, Emma's recipe that we did the it, the beef. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right, right. We won't cut that because that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Well, I got chastised for saying it wrong on the story. So <laughs> the bibimbap. Yeah, the bibimbap. The recipe says prep time ten. <laughs> 10 minutes cook time 10 minutes yeah 
yeah, you have to pickle veggies for 30 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm confused how this adds up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at Emma. <laughs> yeah, what it is took this? 90 minutes to prep. <laughs> 90. So so maybe it's just an expertise difference. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think you can rush pickling. I mean, that, that takes well, maybe time. The, maybe it's like uh, one of those cooking shows where it's like you have it prepared before. Yeah. And then oh, you and then pickle these 20 before. minutes. Yeah. 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 Also, there were a lot of dancing breaks in that. So I was just going to say, do you even care that it takes longer to cook and do dishes? Because it's all just like being at the club anyway. It's yeah. like yes. fun. Anything. So. Anything you have being at the club. <laughs> you, probably, you probably purposefully like take out all the silverware and get it dirty so that you can have more time doing dishes. <laughs> there should there should be like a club where there's there's club music going on and they teach you how to cook during club music. I'd go to that. I mean, I would go to that. Sign me up. Yeah. There are there are a lot of cooking classes. I'm sure you could find one that has like some good some, some upbeat music while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about making cooking more lit. <laughs> making, yeah. Oh, make cooking lit again. That's a good yeah. a laptop sticker for that. That actually, that's a good, yeah, it's a good shirt idea or <laughs> sticker idea. Okay. Okay. Noted. Well, I've got a good one. Let's go. All right. If you two were interviewing each other, what question would you ask? <laughs> Do you have something in mind? Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of things that probably, uh, you wouldn't want to be said out loud. Oh yeah, we probably shouldn't go there. So. <laughs> I mean, you said um, anything, but apparently not from Sinclair. <laughs> I'm just trying what to think if I me? if like we're talking like a serious running question or yeah, what kind of interview? Well, I mean, what are you curious? So about? if if your if your goal is to get the the most people entertained for your podcast sure. and you're interviewing someone. And it happens to be the other person. Like, what's the thing that's going to get you the most listens and people to be like, wow, that was, a, that was an amazing podcast. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> very, it's very on the spot. But the good yeah. thing is, even if you pause, I just I just cut out all the pauses and it sounds oh, like Chris you. will make you look good. Yeah. Yeah. I make everyone so. look good. I cut out all the pauses and then it's just like they, they came up with it off the cuff. So I don't I don't know if we're that interesting. But oh please! Um, <laughs> you're so, you both you both are so humble. You're like they're like each other's the better cook. Like we're not that interesting. True. Whatever. Think you're we just were, being humble. We were just talking the other day about how the absolute worst podcast question is when they ask you what your hobbies are. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, didn't ask that. Let, huh? let, me, let me cross that off. Uh, <laughs> cross it off. Yeah. Because we're like. <laughs> Like, well, like, you know, we, uh, like long walks on the beach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my go-to is like, I say I like to hike cause it's just like, sounds like fun and outdoorsy, but the reality is it's like, we're we way no too tired to hike. We don't actually hike. Basically it's like a dating profile question. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you, you, hike, you hike like two, two weeks of the year or whatever yeah. when you're not in yeah. your training exactly. cycle <laughs> or it's like i'm getting into reading but i haven't picked up a book since you know 2016 <laughs> i read one page and i pass out because i'm so <laughs> <the> workout <laughs> i'm really trying to get into cooking but the reality is i hate it and i suck <laughs> at it and i only know how to make mac and cheese and boiling water is a big step for me <laughs> <laughs> exactly if you like tee up one of those hobbies then someone can just dive into it and get you like oh what's the book you're reading or like exactly. what's your like, recipes? 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, I'm glad we, yeah, we, we tried to learn enough about you beforehand that we didn't have to ask such, such lame questions. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I always like, this is, I don't know if this is like a, this is going to get you the most views type of question, but I do. I'm always interested in learning what people's pet peeves are. So oh, that's a good one. to know what your pet peeve that is. That's good. So there you go. That's the question for each other that you have. What's the, what's each other's pet peeve? I want to know what you're going to say. Do I do it? I I don't like dirty hands when you eat. Like I have to have my hands like freshly washed if I'm going to touch my food. Otherwise I have to like, if I'm eating a burger and I haven't washed my hands right before eating, I have to like eat it with a napkin. kind of Mm. So does it bother you to like see someone like digging their hands into the ground beef and then making oh, the patties and stuff. Like, yeah. does that bother you? Or if you know that yeah. they have clean hands, it's okay. Yeah. It yeah. Does I actually hate raw meat too. Oh, like, when, yeah. people, when people like have had some cheesy chips or something and then they oh. like their fingers. Oh, oh yeah. Like <laughs> eating fingers is disgusting. So my, I, I vibe with that because my family made fun of me growing up. Cause whenever we had, um, whenever we had ribs, I would just use a fork and knife. Cause I was like, I don't want to. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not that spicy of a pet peeve. That's, no. that's pretty pretty fair. I mean, so are you are you saying that Sinclair is like very like you know touchy with all the food? <laughs> no, okay. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just the first thing that came to mind. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm, I feel like I'm I'm like super organized slash clean to like almost to a fault. I feel like, so I feel like one of my, I know like in, when I was in college living with roommates, like my biggest pet peeve would be just even like, I don't know, just like a blanket unfolded on the couch would just like drive me crazy. Um, and, and it's like, that is like too much to ask of someone I feel like, but yeah, I feel like stuff like that drives me crazy. Do you think that's like, do you think that girls, women are more strict on that than guys? Like, it seems to me, like, my perception, at least the guys Jordan. that I know, I was going to say, like, both, both of our, both my wife and his girlfriend are very, like, super organized, super clean, like, fold the blanket every time you use it type of people. And I don't know, I feel like any every guy that I know is just kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. Not, I mean, not every guy. Some guys are very organized, but it seems to be that that's the case. I, I'm not trying to get into, like, a sexist war here, but I'm just we curious. Could, like, we could, though. We <laughs> say that so I live with um Elise Cranny and Sean Gordy and um I'm not a super messy person but I'm also not like you know perfectly OCD organized and Sean is like way more neat and tidy than I am and he every time he Norma texts he has to like squeeze out all the air of his Norma Tech boots and have it perfectly rolled up and everything's like perfectly packaged back into the Norma Tech box and mine are like you know shoved under the bed (laughs) (laughs) and that just like doesn't I just cannot be bothered to deal with that so I will say there's one guy who's definitely more OCD than I do feel like it's a mixed bag because I've met girls that are not like that are messy and just like disorganized and then I've also met guys like Craig, my boyfriend is super organized, super clean, way more than I am. And I think I'm a little bit too much sometimes. So wow. if that says anything, yeah. So I don't know. It's, I, I think it's, it depends on the person. Honestly, I don't think it's like a, I feel like sometimes my girls tend to be a little bit more like that than guys like on the 
average, but yeah. So I guess, I guess that's why you like Craig because he's super organized. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to plus. That's why yeah. I like him. That's not why I'm him around. <laughs> All right. Curious on a couple of like Bowerman club related questions. Uh, so we, we interviewed Carissa um, a while back. She was actually one of our, one of our first guests, um, me being an Iowa native boy, you know, she's Iowa native. Uh, so she, she answered a couple of these questions as well. So I'm curious on your thoughts on of the Bowerman track club, who, who's like the biggest guy and girl like partier. Uh, and it, it can be on the off season, of course, but Who's like the biggest partiers on the Bowerman team? Is, is he <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was gonna make fun and say that Carissa said <laughs> all these stories you've been telling me. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I I heard some stories from your college days it sounded pretty wild. <laughs> you were tied then. Yeah. I mean, I think. Um, I think we both probably like to have a little bit of fun, you know, at the appropriate time. So <laughs> who's, yeah. who's potentially the better beer miler between you two? I cannot chug oh, for my yeah, life. No. So I would not, I'd be out of that. Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Have either of you tried one or no? No. Tried it. No, I did a, I did a milk mile in college, which was, or not college in high school, which was terrible that might be hard I, I was gonna say i think a milk mile is just grosser like yeah. I, would, I would much prefer to drink the beer versus having all that nasty like just fat sugar yeah. also the carbonation yeah like yeah. Oh, i don't know yeah. I, I would prefer to do a wine mile to be honest <laughs> oh my gosh that I mean, like, that, that, that'd be a hell of a hangover yeah. i don't know about that one <laughs> it would burn a hole in my stomach yeah <laughs> Oh, my Cabernet mile. Cabernet, yeah, specifically. Seriously. <laughs> so how how about the guys team? Like who so Carissa didn't mention either of you as like the biggest partier. Um, oh nice. She, she said fun. she said Shelby and herself. So, I mean, yeah. Fair. Okay. I feel like yeah. I mean, I think everyone I think it's fair to say that most people like to have fun in the off season. Yeah. You know, yeah. and decompress yeah. a bit. How how about from the guys' side? Is there are there some like party boys on the team? Obviously not during this season, but who's the, who likes to go to the club and listen to the track? Yeah, who's going to the, the club season? with you guys? <laughs> mm, what guy would go to the club with us? Um, I do feel like uh, not anymore, maybe, but Evan maybe used to be wild or I know he has some really wild friends from Chicago. So I've heard some yeah. stories, but I don't know if he would, I don't know if he would hit the clubs with us. <laughs> <laughs> Although, he, yeah, like he would traditionally host the team Halloween party. Okay. Um, which we couldn't have this year. Mm-hmm. COVID, yeah. But he was my sleeper pick for the beer mile like a couple episodes ago. Yeah. That's a good, that could be a good yeah, one. No, I think you that. Yeah. He actually grew up like an hour from here. Yeah. He's really close. close. He grew up pretty close to where we're at. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Grant can have fun, I would say. Yeah, he's a young guy, so. Yeah, but he's like, oh, you know, we got to get with the younger crowd here because. That's true. Yeah. Cool. Lopez does like to have, he likes to have beers. Like, he's the one person that I would see actually order a beer at Altitude Camp when we'd go out to dinner in Park City. Like, he'd nice. enjoy a beer. A Nobody else is one. drinking 
Yeah, yeah. Responsible, responsible beer. Altitude beer. Yeah. That, that's actually, Carissa said that she thinks Lopez <laughs> could crush a beer mile. Like, she, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I could see that as well. He's a like, monster. I, yeah, he's just, mm, everything about him, he's just like jacked. Yeah. Like his metabolism, he, he has to have a high metabolism. Like, yeah. I, I think he would, I think he would do really well. Plus yeah. he's just fast. So yeah. that helps. <laughs> okay, so no, nobody, yeah, nothing too... No crazy things thrown out there, but I, I I would say after we'll see if Evan maybe if he wins a gold medal this year in the steeple maybe like his real party boy side will come out after that like he'll have to celebrate that one so oh yeah if, that. He, if he wins a gold medal I would get like I would get his <laughs> name tattooed on my butt with in, like the A instead of Jaeger like Jaeger like a Jaeger bomb. Oh, Evan Jagerbaum. Yeah. Great, great. Wow. If, if he comes on the podcast and he wins a gold, then sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, I'm just like itching to go to the tattoo shop. So <laughs> we, we, this guy over here, he always is like throwing out like we should get an ass hat of this. And we've neither of us have tattoos, but every time we like whatever, whatever the situation is, it's like oh we're gonna get that as a tattoo. It's like we still haven't done it, but but it now it's because of COVID. So no, well, sure, <laughs> good, good excuse. <laughs> tattoo, it's definitely gonna be on your ass. <laughs> well, I mean, is is that sure. like the optimal first tattoo though? I don't know. I mean, that, if I'm gonna pay to get a tattoo, I'd prefer that it gets seen as long as right. it's not something that's like that i wouldn't Obs- want to, I mean, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Like, i don't want to pay for something that no one's going to see that seems kind true. of ridiculous true but. yeah i agree <laughs> um another bowerman question running related curious if what do you think for how many bowerman ladies and men say qualify for the olympics mm. and then how many medal Wow. I mean, are, is it, are we are we going to see are we going to see like a Bowerman sweep at like the the fifteen hundred the five k and then I mean, oh I mean maybe even the ten k. I mean, I feel like that's I feel like it's possible. That's definitely, it's definitely possible. What, that's definitely what Shalane and Jerry are dreaming of. Yeah, like, I've heard talk about that. Yeah, and that would be um, amazing, but obviously extremely hard. I just feel like especially on the women's side distance running is the best it's ever been and there's just you know people all over just popping off yeah so i don't know i would say that's gonna be really hard to do but i i think it's definitely possible yeah (laughs) it's a good like dream scenario to imagine up um i mean i'd like to say I don't know. I'd like to say most are going to make the team. Yeah. Is there, is there already talks? So, I mean, it's still a ways out, but like working together at the Olympic trials, is that like something you, you all think about? Like if we could essentially like what happens at the Olympics, a lot of times with like the Kenyan team will kind of like pack up at the front and work together and be too wide or whatever the case is. Is that something that you all mm-hmm. think about? Or I mean, I'm sure you will think about it more in a couple of months, but mm-hmm. curious if that's part of the strategy at the Olympic trials is just like, we are, we're going to have like six people in this event so we can work together and yeah. kind of box everyone out essentially. Yeah. Well, so that's actually basically what happened in 2019 in the women's 5k mm-hmm. at USA's there. I think there were, there were maybe five of us 
I think, um, and we had this whole strategy to work together, but it was like, you know, people are going to trade off taking the lead. We're going to try to make the pace a little bit, um, more honest, but it actually ended up like kind of screwing me over. Cause I was like, just way too focused on the strategy and kind of stressed about it. And I kept trying to move up to the front and that's never how I would run a race. Like I would have, mm. you know, hung back a little bit longer and stayed relaxed on the rail. But instead I was obsessed with like, Oh gosh, like Garmin has to be in the front. And I kept, yeah. you know, slingshotting back and forth. So I think it's tough. It's like, um, obviously cool to try to work together, but you also have to be careful to run your own race and, and execute the strategy that's best for you. So I think, uh, I think maybe we'll see a combo of a little bit of that. And then just, you know, everybody kind of has different strengths as well. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. I feel like we are, we're all like, I don't know, just even at practice, I feel like we're all so different in terms of what, you know, is more real health and what's something that we can work on. So not necessarily like, you know, a, a race going out hot from the gun is like good for everybody. And then not a race where it's like a sit and kick is like good for everybody too. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah kind of hard because we're all so different in that way. So, yeah. so going into a race like that is Jerry, how, like what's the compromise, I guess, on team, mm. team execution versus like Jerry working with each of you individually and saying, Sinclair, like your best strategy is to do this. So like, don't even think about what the other Bowerman women are doing. Like you do this because it's best for you. Like how, how does a coach, like how does Jerry compromise and kind of balance those two different scenarios? I'd love to bring him on and ask him more about this. I mean, if you could get him on, he, that guy doesn't talk to anybody. So. <laughs> yeah. He barely talks to us. Yeah. Like, how do you, you know design a plan that's best for each individual it's I mean I'm sure it's tough but I feel like he does a pretty good job about um you know when he's talking to you you can tell he's very focused on what's going to make you run the best that you personally can and that's really what he's trying to do is just squeeze every ounce of potential out of every athlete and I think he kind of you know knows generally what strategy is going to work for each athlete um whether or not those perfectly align all the time, you know, I guess he just leaves that up to what happens in the race. You know, he can't, he can't control everything that happens, but to even just have kind of plans for different scenarios, like this is what you should do if it goes out fast, this is what you should do if it doesn't. Um, and then just let it play out. He can sit back and enjoy the show, I guess. That's true. That's true. I guess, I guess the benefit for him is that it, it is impossible to predict how a race is going to play out. So it's like, even if he comes up with some master grand plan, it's like, it's not going to happen that way anyway. So right. he has that to fall back on really <laughs> in his strategy. That, yeah. that leads me to like one more question on just how you, how you decided on Nike and Bowerman Track Club as a part of the selection process. Like what other brands were you looking at and then what ultimately what led to your decision was it like money because of like nike offered more money was it because you like nike's stuff was it specifically like bowerman and jerry like what was the decision process like for both of you i'm gonna go first sure um i feel like 
my, like when I went into the process, um, I knew that it was going to be Bowerman that I wanted to end up with, um, from the beginning. And, but I also kind of didn't want to make that known to Nike. Um, and since I was, I was going to stay in school for another year. Um, and then also to like, just the way negotiation process works, like you definitely want to have some leverage. And if you go in saying, I want to be a part of Bowerman track club, well, Nike's going to say, okay, well then you have to sign with us. Mm -hmm. Um, because you have to be Nike to be with, um, Bowerman. So yeah, I feel like I went in knowing that, but didn't really voice it to anybody and not even my agent too. Cause I just wanted to go in kind of as like, you know, a neutral standing position and have Nike come up and have to match other companies that I was presented with. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of ended up being a perfect storm. I just felt like I had, like I said, a lot of leverage with a, like I could go back to school or B, I could go with this company or, or, you know, whatever it was. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was Bowerman from the start only because one, I wanted to train with the best of the best. And I feel like, I mean, this might be biased, but I even thought this beforehand, like, I don't see any other training group that's more, that has more depth or is, you know, has as much range as the Bowerman Chat club. And, um, yeah, so that was, I think that was like a big, um, proponent and why I wanted to go with the club. And, um, I also just think that there's like a lot of power in being, especially when I was on a college team, like there's a lot of power in being in a team atmosphere and, um, being surrounded by a bunch of people that are, you know, accomplishing the same goals or like, you know, similar goals. And, um, and so, yeah, that was another reason too, was just the numbers that the Bowerman Chat Club had and, um, to be able to, you know, be surrounded by someone who's, I don't know, you know, like Shelby, who's running 354, um, all the way up to like someone like, um, Gwen, who's, you know, training for a marathon or mm -hmm. Emily's training for a 10 K. Like there's just so many areas that you can improve in when you have so many people of different strengths. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I would say similarly, my, I was definitely on Bowerman and I think, um, you know, you look at 2016, how many people they had on the team. And at the end of the day, like, that's what we want to do. We want to make teams. I mean, you know, a lot of these people are met, trying to medal or have medaled. That's, you know, next step after you've <laughs> been making teams. Yeah. But um, just to the idea of like, oh, I want to be around people who are doing and have done the things that I want to do. And that model worked so well for me in college um, just seeing how being around a very like competitive yet supportive team environment that had lots of all Americans and all different events really pushed me and helped me improve over the years. So it's like, I want to surround myself with the people who are doing the things that I want to do. For sure. I mean, Bowerman definitely has numbers as far as like number of people across 1500 all the way up, uh, mm -hmm. like performing well. So that makes total sense. And I think it's funny, like when we, when we interviewed Craig and Eric, like they were, they were very much like, Oh, we're going to like, our team is going to have the most medals, whatever, like as a percent of our total people and, and everything. So I, I'm, you know, I'm curious, like, I don't know. I guess I haven't run the numbers to know like who, who the best team is or like what the outlook is for, for either of them. So I don't know any any like shade you want to throw there. I mean, I think you Ooh, guys yeah. are. I think you guys are looking pretty good overall going into this Olympic cycle. I mean, everyone's been everyone ran super well at 
your different time trials that you've had in the last year, you know, last worlds, everything like that. I'm pretty confident where we're at. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think strength in, in numbers is so powerful. Like, I don't know. It's just for hard sure. to compete with how many people are gunning for medals on our team this year. Definitely. Do, did I think you... it helps too to like, especially if I'm trying to beat Shelby, you know, in the 1500 to be, to train with her every single day and kind of know what her strengths are and what her weaknesses are. Um, and it's like, yeah, you can, I think you could gather that from racing, but like, I can also see it in practice too. Um, and so, I mean, that's not like my goal is to beat her, but it does help to have people around that are like, you know, vying for the same spot that you are and to just kind of know your competition better, honestly. Yeah. That makes total sense. I feel like I'm asking all the questions. Is that, oh, all? I, I was, I was waiting until we went into closing questions. I mean, I feel like I got, I got like two more spice, two spicy ones. Yes. Yeah, I have two spicy Bring ones. Bring them out. Let's all go. Right, two spicy ones. So the, the way we do it on this podcast uh, is if you're going to ask a spicy question, you have to take like a big chug in order to ask the spicy oh question. Oh gosh. And so, and if you don't want to. You haven't had any spicy questions yet? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think we've had anything spicy. No, oh, this is a spice. This, this is, sure. so we got, we got, I, I'll, I'll go two spicy ones. Uh, and and so if you, well, I'll go, I'll, I mean, it's a, I'll it's chug a your, grenade. I'll chug your other one. For okay. You. Thank you. So, and if you, if you don't want to answer, that's fine. But then we'll say post Olympics, you owe us each a chug at, at some event at the end of the season. Well, how about that? Here's <laughs> um, cover into a club. Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, so first one, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll drink while you answer it. So lately on, I think it was two days ago. And so when, when people are hearing this, it's been a couple weeks, so things may have changed, but at the time of this recording a couple days ago, big topic on let's run that Colleen Quigley is no longer with Bowerman track club. Can oh, we confirm gosh. or deny, or do we, are we not allowed to say either chug, way? Chug a drink. Well, I'm chug, I'm chugging. Well, I I don't think uh, I don't think we can say anything about that. I don't know. I I don't know the yeah. I don't know the stipulations behind that. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Cut that one. Cut that one. It's it's, right. it's, it's, it's that the second one we had to cut. Uh, yeah. So okay. it, it, we so we we like recorded with her a couple weeks ago, and it's actually coming out in like two days. Um, but like that was a couple of weeks ago, so we didn't like get to ask her yeah. that directly okay. or anything. So. Okay. But well, let's run is there's so much. I'm sure. Yeah. Of course, found out. I, I think it's like, because there are some Nike employees that go on the forums, and so whether it's accurate or not, but yeah. that's they're stirring the pot for sure. the the big The big thing was like she wasn't in the the latest Bowerman picture. Dude, I, and so after and, I saw that let's run pose, I felt like such a dumbass because I commented on that photo. I was like, "LOL, like missing Colleen and her dog." Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Hey, I wasn't in the photo. Yeah, she no one either. seemed to care. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> I, I think it was that plus just I like like you all have been on like Nessie, you've been on the Bowerman Insta story like yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. and so it was like obvious versus she's kind of been MIA. So um, okay, so let me finish the other half of this, and I'll ask the other question. So I, I don't know if you. Well, I don't have to chug. You can chug. Sure, you can chug for me. So the other question 
it's not it's not really spicy for for both of you, but uh, if you like heard or listened to or watched or whatever our Craig and Eric episode about like the whole beef between them and Josh Thompson, I'm just curious, like from your perspective, was this did Josh Thompson and Centro and whoever else was this like everyone's at practice like oh yeah like let's come up with some awesome responses to like start like stir the beef back to them or was it. Or were they like actually upset in any way? Yeah. Like, what was the us? what was the vibe? Yeah. Do they hate us? Are they like screw those guys? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. On podcast. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious what the vibe is on that. I think it was all it's all in fun and games. I think right. it was. I think Centro had a lot to do with what Josh posted. Yeah. I, I <laughs> don't figured. Don't I say. <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually. I actually <laughs> asked Josh the other day at practice. I was like, "Hey, I got a question for you or a proposal for you." I was like. Um, we're doing a podcast at the beer mile podcast guys. I was like, would you like to come make a guest appearance? <laughs> and I was like, you know, dish some back just for fun and games. But he, yeah, he declined my offer. So because he's too nice. He is way too nice. He can't talk. Man, that's about, I, I assume that I, I assume that behind the scenes, especially Centro was like, <laughs> they're like all plotting and scheming. Like, all right, what's the caption? What's the hashtag? We're going to get them back. Yeah, so, it was, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. behind it all. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. Like mm-hmm. I, the, I've only met him once and like ran with him a little bit in the Chicago, like by happenstance. And he just, I could just tell like his personality. He just, he's, he's very, I mean, he's very similar to like Craig and Eric and yeah. they just like, he's whatever. Goof, he's a goofball. La- yeah. Goofball laid back, quirky, whatever. So yeah. Okay. See, not, not that spicy. It wasn't about, it wasn't about both of you. Yeah. They weren't even about yeah. us. We should, <laughs> apparently like you guys did good at covering up all your experience with with clubs because we would ask a question about that <laughs> we we didn't have anything spicy you've done a good job of uh, covering your tracks on on social media so <laughs> that's good for if, if we ever want to run for president then exactly true i mean i'm screwed if we run for president i have a beer mile podcast like there's no chance i'm ever Yikes. running for president but that's that's fine with me i don't need to do that <laughs> all right so are, are you still both good on time? A few more minutes? Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, we cool. Actually, so, we got lots of plans to do. You know, you got a 90 minute 90 cooking session. Cooking, yeah. You got a, an hour of dishes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so let's do, before we get into the flip cup, then, if we're still good to do that, let's get into just some rapid fire closing questions and. Let's just off the cuff. Let's see what we got. All right. Start it Favorite off. Favorite place you've lived and then traveled. Well, I've only lived in three places. <laughs> so honestly, Portland right now, it's been my favorite. And then traveled, um, probably Machu Picchu in Peru. Mm, okay. So Portland's not my favorite place. Um, <laughs> I do live there, but it's not my favorite, but, uh, I guess, yeah, I have like two other options after that, um, both really close to each other. So I'm going to have to go with Stanford. I actually just, it's a very special place. So my time in college will always be, I think some of my favorite years just because of, of the place. So I'll go with that. And then. Uh, I love Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and um, you know we all. Everybody who's trained in Sam Ritz, Switzerland, says mm-hmm. Sam Ritz, but it's for a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh, and also Barcelona. 
Okay. Mm. Okay. So you, you've got the you've got the mountains, Jackson Hole. You've got the clubs in Barcelona. I see yeah. where we're going with this. Okay. Okay. Man, I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that we should have been drinking with like our pinky out the entire time because of Stanford. Yeah, Stanford fancy. That's school. how you guys drink, right? Like this. <laughs> uh, actually, no drinking at Stanford. Too too much time in the library. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of studying. A lot of training. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, Portland, I, I've actually never been to Portland, uh, but I would assume that California, a little bit better weather and climate than Portland. So yeah. I can understand that. Just the winters are bad. Just I mean, the cloudy and rain. Yeah. I'm not there in the summer. So that's true. That's true. You are always traveling for races. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, favorite alcoholic beverage for both of you? Well, mine is Nessa because they didn't drink in college. Yeah, our favorite non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage. I've never drank before. <laughs> virgin daiquiris. Love yeah, that. yeah, your favorite virgin drink. <laughs> like non-alcoholic beer. Perfect. Oh, duels. Great beer. Great beer. <laughs> no, um, I honestly really like wine. I feel like okay. that's usually like my go-to. Good to Probably. In the winter, I would go for a red, like a cab or a Pinot Noir. And then in the summer, I definitely like like um, Sauvignon Blancs or Pinot Grigio. Yeah. So classy. Mm-hmm. That is very classy. Sounds like she went to Stanford. I mean, what, what the heck? What is it right in? I really like a variety. It kind of depends on the mood. If I'm going to cocktail, I like um like a spicy marg i do enjoy beer and then i also like wine but just red wine not white wine okay okay type of beer um nothing specific just lighter beers something yeah something drinkable something that you can like just keep drinking at the club and like keep going all night (laughs) yeah exactly okay that makes sense makes sense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are these, yeah are these clubs like do, is there dancing like what is involved oh yeah oh, oh yeah club. No, no, no. I, I mean <laughs> is that the part that we like about it is that there's dancing oh that there's music, dancing or is it yeah. the drinks or no i know uh, you go to the club for the dancing the, drink, the drinks are always seat. overpriced and eh but you're going for <laughs> the dancing that's why you're yeah going. yeah but at the point where you're going to a club you're probably already <laughs> a good amount of drunk you know like yeah. you're not you don't going have to buy many drinks speaking yeah. well not speaking from personal you experience support. yeah like yeah. have a really fun pre dinner with drinks and then maybe like a pre rooftop bar with more drinks and then you go yep. to the club yep. that's like yeah I told See, you we this, should be drinking this, with our pinkies out. Exactly. Jesus. I mean, this is why Barcelona is so fun because it's I don't, so I, I studied abroad in Spain and like spend a summer oh. there and Barcelona, like the, the whole culture of exactly what you're talking about. It's like you'd have a boozy dinner and then you'd like pregame the club from like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then you finally <laughs> go to the club at like 2 a.m. And it's a long night, but it's an absolute blast. Can't yeah. Stop. Yeah, you, you you would learn if you went there. You would, you would adapt to it after a couple of weekends. You just deal with it. <laughs> Elise and I went last summer after the racing season was over, and it was a blast. But I also will say that going to the clubs there as just two girls was kind of like a bad experience. I bet. Yeah. We really, yeah, we really needed some guy friends to to be traveling with us yeah it's just 
Europe is just, it's a different world. So it was yeah. quite an experience, but it was still fun. <laughs> yeah. Def- a guy for, I guess, nice way I can think of saying it is like guys, they're very overly friendly. I'll put it yeah. that way. Like they're very open to meeting, meeting ladies, being overly friendly. So yeah, that was. we did not want to be meeting anyone. We had no desire in talking to anyone. We just wanted to dance (laughs) in our own little bubble. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. That's the Oh, everything good happens. It's it's a blast. It's a blast. You you just haven't been, you haven't been to Spain. He needs to, he needs to travel to Europe. He hasn't been there yet. We'll get him there at some point. So anyway. Okay, these rapid fire questions. Uh, they're not very rapid. Just pick a couple more. And <laughs> okay, uh, favorite event or race that you look forward to every year? Uh, I love Peyton Jordan, just uh, the home track. And every year in college, I would um, I'd get to pick the playlist for the 5K um, while I was racing, so I could have my tunes set and just okay. you know the home crowd and the track. I'm biased, but I think it's the best track in the world so um i haven't gotten to race it as a pro since the last two years were really funky for me but um yeah that's my favorite event when you do get when you do get to race it you'll drop like 20 seconds off your pr because it's so fast yeah another big pr yep and i'll be i'll be um finding my way into the dj booth so that i can have (laughs) the right vibes for my race of course of course (laughs) Um, I'm purely speaking from college experience because I literally my first year as a pro was last year and well, we know what happened last year. So um, I would say honestly, the Stanford invite was like my all time fave just because it was like, it was like, yeah, (laughs) I feel like it was, you know, the start of outdoor season, which I love outdoor a lot more than indoor and weather was good and and we always got to go to San Francisco the last night of our races. So that was always fun. Yeah. San Fran stresses me out, but another topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. Different, totally different topic. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with when searching on Google, if you could pick what shows up first, like running something else about your life, uh, what would you want to show up first when someone searches your name on Google? okay I have a good one um so when I was younger I was actually I modeled for um Imes you know the cat food yeah yeah wait you international cat what modeled for uh, okay I'm I'm trying to picture this so it's like were you like holding a an animal or like what was like a little kitten I was probably like maybe six seven I don't know I've asked my mom but yeah, it was like an international cat food ad for Imes. And that would be really cool if that showed up every single time my name was Google. That's amazing. <laughs> Does everyone on Bowerman just like start off modeling? And <laughs> yeah, really like fast? what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about cat modeling uh, equates uh, runway. I don't even know what she does, but you know. I need to see that. Can we get that to go up on the green screen? I'll I'll find a picture. It's back here. I'll find it. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, I I don't have anything good like that. I can't, I can't compete with that. That's just too good. (laughs) So, so is it, is it you, is it you like, I guess 
whatever at running at Stanford on the track, a picture of that, or is it a picture of you like raging next to Tiesto in Barcelona, like up on the <laughs> stage with Tiesto and you're like, you're bumping out doing the turntables with them. Like which, which of those is better for showing up first on Google? I mean, obviously the latter is way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. That's going to be your DJ. Yeah. 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 I think that would be cool. I don't think Ooh. there's anything like, wrong with that we're you allowed to, to uh, you gotta talk to occasionally <laughs> yeah yeah i mean do as you, long as you work out the next day like i'm not doing anything incriminating <laughs> i mean honestly dancing is a good cross train i think so yeah, yeah. it's good cardio it's also just it's just good i've always felt to have a little bit of balance and oh, yeah you know, a release and outlet. And I think you run better when you have that, at least me personally. So yep. I mean, most everyone on the podcast says that. That's so what, that's you're what not, everyone you're says. You're not alone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you, have you listened to, uh, Kiran's music at all? He was on our podcast, Kiran Leonard. Uh, he's, he's a, he's a house guy, like a little, he's not like, he's not club house though. It's like, yeah. a, it's a little more, I guess, vibey, like, yeah, totally, it, yeah totally different genre, but I have not listened to any of his music. Okay. Okay. Fair it's enough. Stuff. No, he makes music though. So I'm, <laughs> I am, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I don't have an excuse. Well, if you're, if you're looking, he made a 30 minute set just for the beer mile podcast exclusive. So wow. go, back, wow. uh, go back a couple months and you'll, you'll find it. So <laughs> <laughs> self plug for our own podcast. Nice. <laughs> okay. If you could be a pro in any sport besides running, which sport would it be? First of all, I would be a male. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the big question. Yeah. Um, and then I would definitely be a pro golfer. Okay. Oh, that not, is the lifestyle. Pro golfer. Yeah, I envy that lifestyle so much. Um, I would either be a uh, pro surfer or pro skier. What uh, if you were skiing? Would it be like? Well, I don't even know what, like tricks, like oh. and stuff, or would it be speed downhill? Yeah, no, I think like downhill racing. like Downhill sport. racing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't... Are, those are unique answers. We never those, heard those Yeah, before. those are good. Those are good. Most people go for NBA or NFL. That, and that's what I was going to say. So you don't want to be like, you don't want to be MJ? No, two injury risks. Yeah, two injury uh, risks. Yeah. I don't know, skiing, that's a lot of torn ACLs, MCLs. I don't know. I mean, that's you're doing head damage though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm sure you could still get some pretty bad head injuries, but I mean, NBA is cool, but I'm just not a baller at all, so it just really doesn't fit my brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you are you are you a Bulls fan or is it just is this just a just a Nike thing? A, it's a Nike thing. It's a Jordan thing, yeah. yeah I'm a Jordan fan. I'm kind of I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean, we're from Chicago. We love the Bulls. MJ was the man growing up. So, if you guys have time in between your ninety minutes of cooking and dishes, you should watch the documentary on Netflix. Have you seen The Last Dance? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 I've already seen it. Well, they I said they, did, they they said the shirt was just you, from Nike. Oh, but you don't. Oh, have to- no, no, no. I'm just. We're not like diehard. We're not it's not like yeah. basketball. Like where we like him because it's Jordan, not because he plays basketball. You know. Well, and he's a sick athlete. Uh, yeah. like the last dance was great. I watched that um, this summer while I was recovering from surgery. It was good inspiration. Um, 
But I have to say, did you guys watch the Blazers game the other night? <laughs> did, did not. Did not see that game. Well, spoiler, they won. Spoiler. <laughs> didn't, didn't see it. Didn't happen. So, I mean. Okay. You know. Well, I, I'm going to have to cheer for the Blazers. So, <laughs> that was a big win. So, okay. Like, th- this will be my next closing question then because it, it's related to this and it's somewhat of a tangent, but not really. So, MJ, he, in that documentary – He's like, obviously everyone thinks he's super cool. He's obviously a great athlete, but he's like smoking cigars, drinking beers, whatever. So why, why is it not like allowed for runners to have a beer or to talk about going to the club? And like, why, why is that something that you got to hide versus every other sport is like these guys, guys and gals, like they're all drinking, they're all whatever. Like, do you have any thoughts on that or? I've actually always wondered that. Mm-hmm. I think it's um I feel like it's a more of like because like these athletes have to use their body in the same way that we like it's not like they're using their body in a less way like you know what right. I mean. Um right. I feel like it's more of just this culture that's cultural. the running community. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of frowned upon to post a picture with like a beer in your hand or even like, I don't know, sometimes even like talking about going out or smoking weed or whatever it is. It's just, it's just not, yeah, it's just. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it is so weird though, because like, especially I think this is everywhere. So like the running, the big running clubs in Chicago, it's very common to like, you have a workout Wednesday and then afterwards it's pint night. You go to the local bar. Well, when they're, when COVID restrictions aren't there, but you do your workout, then you go to the local bar and like the first pint is on the running club. Like that's a very common part of running culture. And then obviously like, sure, sure, beer, whatever. It hurts your performance if you have too much, if you're a binge drinker, of course. But also MJ would hurt his performance if he had 10 beers the night before a game. So like, exactly. it doesn't seem like it's treated, it doesn't seem like it's treated equally. Yeah, it, It's interesting yeah. to me. I mean, he would, he would have tall boys literally in the locker room. Like, Yeah, and it was cool. And you yeah. have high school kids watching that and they're like, I want to be MJ. I want to <laughs> smoke a cigar and have a Miller High Life in the locker room. Like that looks so cool. <laughs> but then runners, it's like, oh, I can't have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I've always wondered that. And we, we, we ask, we ask like a lot of our guests that question and like everyone's like, I don't know. It's just the way it is. It's just like yeah. a societal norm for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good question. I, I wondered the same thing too. I'm like, can we change this stigma around it? Like, I don't know, but yeah, I feel like it's just been, that's just been like how it is for the past, you know, I don't know, some odd years and yeah, people don't really like do anything to, to question it, I guess. I don't know. Well, we're not super fast, but we'll, we'll try to change that with the beer mouth podcast. <laughs> we'll try to combine the two a little bit better. So <laughs> need to start training more. Yeah. 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 Up the running. Less on the beer drinking, but it's well, okay. we don't have a world record, so yeah, that's something you've got up on us. I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> you also haven't tried slash yeah. a lot of the guy pro. This, I mean, this again, like, it is a pro beer, a pro by pro beer miler. I mean, a guy that like me that maybe makes a thousand dollars a year from beer miling versus a pro runner like Lopez. Like who would actually be better? Are pro runners so far away from the drinking because they don't ever do it during the season that they would be bad at the beer mile and that I could actually beat them? Or would they 
for whatever reason, like just be able to smoke me and I would look ridiculous because they're so much faster than me. And I, I like, I'm serious. I'm really curious on that. I am curious too. I honestly think it would be pretty even. Like I, I think that they're like, because we don't, I mean, I feel like chugging is like a skill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In my opinion, like yeah. not, you know, like you, I feel like you have to practice that in order to get better yeah. at it. Um, and I feel like that is a huge component of the beer mile, obviously. And then also top that with like having to run with like, you know, a full stomach or that much carbonation. Like, I feel like that would slow them down. So I don't think they would run as fast as you think they would. And then obviously like the whole chugging part, I feel like they would lose some time on as well. So that's true. I I think if they tried, if they trained for it, like, it, yeah. it's a, it is a skill like it can be learned like I sucked mm-hmm. at chugging the first whatever in, co- in college I sucked at chugging and then I just like practiced chugging water and I got better at it but <laughs> I, so I think they could beat me but it, it is I, that's why we're trying to put on this like pro beer miler like beer mile versus pro runners like post Olympics post fit that mile I'm talking to Chris Chavez about it we're trying to put it on and yeah, yeah I want to try to race I want to try to race uh like Eric and Craig and I don't even know who else Lopez. I mean, whoever would be willing to do it, it'd be fun to race them. And then, yeah, yeah, try to put up some prize money. We'll see. We'll see how things go down. But like the guy that has a world record in the beer miler, I mean, he is a pro runner, so he's actually legit at both. And so, but he, there's also like guys on the Bowerman team are have like PRs eight to 10 seconds faster than him in the mile. So like maybe they could beat him, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that. I wouldn't want to participate myself, but fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Well, if you're if you're there cheering it on, that <laughs> that would be that's the hype. That right? that would be the hype. That I would, mean, that there are good. clubs in New York City, so oh, perfect. We're there then. Exactly. <laughs> I gonna, yeah, I mean, Carissa said that she would be willing to do it. She thinks she would be good at it. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But Carissa and Shelby, if we could get them to do it, we could. You could cheer them on. <laughs> good of a chugger Chris is I've never seen her I mean she went to Mizzou so (laughs) like that means anything (laughs) I mean every every like big 12 big 10 school like they're all party schools come on I mean if you want to be in that crowd it's always a party school I feel like Shelby could be good at it yeah she'd be good at it yeah yeah cool well I mean that's the that's the goal put on a race have fun with it and then post for that mile, then, you know, go out in New York, see what, see what there is to offer. Hopefully by then everyone's, you know, whatever vaccinated and. Yes. Out. So New York oh, is. Fun. For, uh, Sounds fun. pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A uh, little bit of an out there question. How many holes does a straw have? Two. No. One. Or- Explain the logic. Okay. Cause it's a continuous hole, I guess. So yeah, I guess just one, <laughs> right? I think one. Oh, okay. she, you changed. Oh, you got right, convinced. Right. Okay. I mean, uh, that, you're, you're both right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no right answer. So, I mean, Nessa went to Stanford. So like we should probably just accept that answer <laughs> without any explanation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just accept it. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know where our guests are like half and half. So. It's a really important question. Yeah. It's very important. It's like the most, imp- it's more important than running, than yeah, definitely. having jobs, fun, our jobs. Yeah. It's more, it's the most important question you could ask. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, let us know what the final conclusion is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do, do you have another, do you have another closing question or should we get into? Well, I've, I have one more. Okay. Ask it. 
All right. Thinking back to the most wild night you've ever had. What you night? The most wild night you've ever had. What were you drinking? Like what type of drink? Oh, you drinking that it night? was definitely a mixture. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> of course. Uh, I feel like the the worst nights I've had in my entire life. I've always started off with beer and gone to wait no. Is that, is that the saying? What's the saying? Beer before liquor and never been sicker. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, I always start off with beer because I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be you know a casual night. Yeah. Yep. But I'm also I also like IPA, so I feel like that's just never casual. If I'm like you know grabbing a six pack of IPAs, but and then it's and then it's to the mixed drinks and then it's shots and yeah, it's yeah. downhill from there. And then, and then you're out and about and it's like whatever people are handing you. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm pretty OCD about not mixing, but, um, I would just say like, like vodka based cocktails, like a vodka crayon that has, or like a cosmopolitan that has like a secret amount of liqueur also added in. So you just don't even realize that you're having way more than one drink and I'm like pretty lightweight. So like just a couple of those. And then it's just like. You don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't drink vodka crayons anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. been a couple of years. It's a dangerous drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we prep for Yeah, so here here's the the final, final question. What should we what what are the stakes on a game of flip cup with you all? Like what are you all willing to bet? How 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 confident are you that you're gonna beat us in flip cup? Yeah, scale of one to ten. Well, I would just like to say that. Our we cups, realized not all cups are created equally and the cups that we purchase, the only red cups that could be found in Flagstaff are not exactly like traditional cups that we're used to, I would say. Yeah. And I do think they're a disadvantage. So I would just like to preface it with that. Man, we're using John's already. Okay. Okay. Non-regulation to, cup size. Interesting. Right. So, so is it just some like off-brand, like not solo cup, just some off-brand, like who knows what it is? Oh, they're they're hefty, they're hefty solo cups. Hefty. Okay. But they're like, I don't know. Oh wait. Do you, no, ours are ribbed. No, ours are ours, ours, ours are ribbed. This one, I, I have two different ones here. I'm very curious. Yeah, the blue ones are better. I think. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, because they don't have the okay. I'm gonna find out. We have we have one of both, so we'll we'll see what happens. Ours are ribbed horizontally. Oh, they are ribbed horizontally. <gasps> oh. See that? Oh, that's weird. I've never seen that actually. Yeah. Okay. They, they were called the party cups, though. So I was like, oh, these must be for a party. And you play a flip cup at parties. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, okay, total sidebar. What's your favorite drinking game? Like, if you're like at a pregame or whatever, are you like a pong or a flip cup or a boom cup? Uh-huh. Or thing? Stack cup. Is that what? rage cage? Yeah, rage cage stack okay. cup. Like this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then pong ball. Yes, okay. I'm okay. a big stat cup fan. I love that game. Yeah, I mean that was actually our jam in college as well. So I it's good to know that the game travels well. Speak for yourself. Well, I'm I'm a little bit older than I'm I'm 28. Adams. A oh no, I, it was a good game, but I just oh, don't. It, I never. Age. I no, I never remember playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good. At it. <laughs> I don't think it was from the beer. It was from the liquor that you changed to after. Probably, drinking the beer. Probably, it wasn't from probably. beer. 
how about this? If like our cups are that much better, then after we do like a round or two, then we'll start doing double each. Oh yeah. If oh, we okay. Okay. So have you prepped more than like the cups are going to detract from your performance or no? Um, we, we actually haven't prepped. We haven't done this since we played Ali Ostrander and uh, uh, Spencer Brown. Like we haven't played, we haven't done this for like two months. Yeah, we actually watched that for some inspiration. Oh, there we go. All right, there we go. I mean, you saw you us going easy on them and smoke them. You guys right? got it on the first try every single time, so I'm not feeling very confident. <laughs> so if we win... How savage do you want to be? Scale one to ten. We're, we're down for any level of savage. We don't really care. Shave heads? Oh, yeah. If we win, you guys got to shave your heads. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, look, I'll look ridiculous at the at the track meet in a few weeks when I'm, when I'm around all the athletes. I won't have any hair, but okay, okay. We probably, we probably wouldn't like hold you to it. But. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I no. mean, we're we're men of our word. Yeah. Also, because he's very bouncy. It's so bouncy. Is that a thing? I don't. Let's see if let's. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just. <laughs> Wait, we we shouldn't we shouldn't practice anymore because they're gonna think we're way better than we are. Yeah, we don't we don't really practice, but go back down on their bets. Okay, so we'll go not too savage on you. You would ha you have to buy us drinks after the Texas qualifier meet, or how about like at the end of the season, after Fifth That Mile, whenever that is, uh, you have to buy us drinks like at a bar or a club after that. That's it, okay. I mean, I, I, if you want to wager more, feel free. I'm just trying to be polite to guess. It's really uneven now. I oh, feel bad. Maybe you can shake your heads if we win. I mean, let's be real, who's winning here? I mean, we're pretty confident though. So, you know, I don't think it's even a wager for us. It's pretty, pretty confident. What about merch? Do we get merch? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they did watch Spencer. You did Valley. watch it. I mean, I will say that that woman's uh, crop sweatshirt, That's only two people have it. Ali Ostrander and Stephanie Brown. Those are the only two people that have it. So I will. Can you meet the next two? Yeah, of course. Wow. Okay. It's on. And, you know, just to, just to make sure we're in game, game mode here. Yeah, well, I got to change. Oh, my gosh. Go you want your glasses? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> Game mode. Game mode. What? I was not expecting that. Focus. Wait, are we feeling right, so we're doing best of five until they start losing? True. All oh, right. you already got yours. Okay, you already got yours. <laughs> My bad. You already got yours. <laughs> Heineken and hams. Yum. See, Claire has like this much liquid in her cup. That's, like, that's just, hey, challenge accepted. Wait, so to clarify, if you guys lose, you get merch plus you have to buy us drinks, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you lose, you're shaving your heads. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right, let's do it. Down, up, down, drink. Oh, they sandbag the shit out of Oh, we're done. Oh, All right. No! <laughs> you you. Yeah, that was, Nessa, that was, that was better than the, the so impressive. yesterday. You got it on the first one. I know. Carry oh, All right. Us two now? Yeah. Okay. Down, up, down, drink. 
I know, I want to get it. She's practicing. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, these cups suck. These cups they suck. suck. Alright, let's 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 add a cup. Let's add a cup. Okay, we're adding a cup. Alright, alright. Let's add a cup. You can you are going first so you can double. Alright. Who am I starting with? Back yeah? Alright. Why don't you why don't you call it? Because you guys are behind. You get the advantage. Okay. Down, up, down, drink. <laughs> Best of seven. Best of seven. Yeah, I really knew we were going to seven. All right, all right. We'll add, we'll add another cup. Hey, that was two, you guys did two, two cups? cups? He did He did two cups. Yeah. Now I'll do, I'll, well, now we'll do each do two cups. Oh, yeah. You both oh, okay. do two cups. <laughs> oh, you want to put another piece? Yeah. <laughs> kind of nervous about shaving my head. I've only done it once. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> well, you are up three to zero, so I think we should just play endless rounds and then you cut the ones that you win. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have to go until you get like three that you actually win. Yeah. We can just put them. Okay. Okay. That's Chris, fair. Chris and I are going to be like unrecognizably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Maybe better or worse when you're drunk. <sighs> Maybe better, honestly. I don't know. I, I think it definitely, less. it definitely like teeters off though. Yeah. It's kind of like golf. I'll start. Uh, yeah. You, you call it. Okay. Down. Four. I yeah. Do we do we add three? Just just add. Let's add, let's add one more cup. A piece. Yeah. A piece. All right. One more cup of piece. Three cups. Now we can get one down. In the drinking beer. Oh. I think it doesn't taste too. Sorry. I don't think it tastes very yeah. good. It is the cups. It might. It honestly might be. So yeah, we got we have the the vertical rib versus your horizontal. So we'll have to look up after this. Like, what's the what's the worst? What's optimal? Yeah, what's the optimal flip cup cup? Because yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I would like to know because it's not these. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it, sis. Like, should we rub something on the table? <laughs> you can tell it off. Like some maple like, syrup. Yeah, or like rub. even some flour maybe or something. Look, you, you can't even see the table in the video. I, I was, yeah, I was more thinking like you lay down like a layer of like sticky glue or something. Yeah. So whatever you do when you flip it, it just sticks. We got some maple syrup. I don't know if we should be doing that. Do you think the placemat would be better? Oh, maybe. Fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think we'd be really good if we had the right cups. No, I think you belong in the JV League. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can play varsity. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. 
You're varsity runners, we're varsity at, at drinking games, apparently. That's the difference. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get out much at Stanford, so... You know. Oh, that's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's clear. It's very clear now. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I just noticed is Nike is a woman. That is that an Ari reference? Is that a what? Ariana Oh, Grimer. you know like the, the Greek goddess, Nike? No, 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 but like no, Nike, no, woman. no, 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 it's not. Oh, okay. And anyways, Nike like the goddess. Sorry, I just I was getting hyped thinking about Ariana. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. We don't like Ariana. I don't like Ariana at all. Oh, you don't Hold like on. Her, her music or her, her as a person? Off. Her music. I don't like it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so offended. I don't know. I don't know. She's pretty high. Okay. She, she was the last Fair. person I saw in concert. FYI. Amazing. Whoa, this is getting mega <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. I'm focused now, though. Let's, let's fucking go. I didn't mean to piss you off. <laughs> I may I may have DM'd her this weekend. <laughs> But actually, but actually, I did. <laughs> I it's not going to get a response, but I tried. You know. Okay, so I think it's up to you yep. now. Yep. Okay. Can I talk? <laughs> Total sidebar. Okay, okay. Down, up, down, drink. You got time, no pressure, you got time. No! Oh my gosh. That was a tie? That was a, tie goes to the runner. This is what, tie goes to you all, cause you're the runners, so. That was huge. There we go. Tie oh. for round two, did you win? I think you, I think you probably would be. Pro runners don't do that though. Yeah, that's definitely not. I think this is our last beer, so. Ever? No, shoot. Well, I mean, there's never a last beer. There's more in the fridge, but I'm saying this is the last beer we have over here. Gotcha. Jeez, this is I mean, crazy. shit happens when you're playing with six cups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Down. down. Up. Down. Drink. I'm worried. Sinclair's got the rhythm. Oh. Wow. Weekly. That, that was actually beating us on 2v2. What was that, Adam? I don't know. What the hell was that? I was getting nervous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm rattled after the Ariana Grande comments. Oh my goodness. He got in his head. They're getting, yeah, they're getting in my head. I gotta keep my hater blockers on. Alright, so I mean there's a there's a couple back to backs. We're gonna just splice them back to the beginning and you know. <laughs> back to the beginning. <laughs> okay. Your call. Down, up, down, drink. Oh, go, go. <laughs> wow, they, guys, that was actually, damn. That was awesome. <laughs> here's the question. Do okay. We, do we go down to two apiece? I was going to say, we we can't do three cups. They just beat us actually 2v2 two times in a row. We can't. I can't <laughs> we're getting smoked. I can't tell if you guys were sandbagging the entire time or if you're just warmed up. 
warmed up. <laughs> I feel like I was a, I was kind of a hustle. We always have a hundred percent effort going. <laughs> <laughs> I like let's, do, let's just do okay, the two that are there. Two that are there. All right, two that are there. Oh, I told you. Do less. Do less. <laughs> like, she was drinking for way longer than you were the beer. Okay, just oh, in case you're in my throat, my God. We were cheating? So, I, but I think this is, part of the, this is part of the hydration plan is like, if you play flip cup every night and you drink multiple bottles of water, you're going to actually be super hydrated. So you yeah. still have flip cup yeah, tell Jerry that we're helping you out. I mean, we're gonna do this every night after dishes while the club tunes are bumping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's us. Yeah. Down. Up. Down. No, it's okay. You can keep going. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, yeah, you both are. Just, you're just very hit or miss. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think we confirmed that you owe us a drink, and yeah. we'll send you merch. Cool. Okay, so like one one final game. Like, what what are the stakes on this one game? And we'll stick with two cups apiece versus. Versus those two, like what? What could we do for like one final all or nothing match? If we oh, were... dude, uh, <laughs> we can't hang over here. <laughs> too, too much water. Too much hydration. If we win, you guys have to go to the casino with us when it's COVID safe. I can get into some blackjack. What do you want for us? Doesn't have to be merch. Could be a challenge, like a, a dumb video that we have to do. I'm just thinking about Nell's boy pranks. Oh, <laughs> my boys. I would love to have Steve will do it on the podcast because I actually think I could out chug him. <laughs> really? One to, th one to three beers out of the bottle, I could out chug him for sure. Wow. But not not like not like a handle of liquor. No way. I'm not going to do that. But like a beer out of the bottle, I don't think he can chug as fast as me. Wow. I have, a, I have a suggestion if you guys don't have anything. Please, please. Yeah, you guys are the creative minds here. Okay, if you guys win, Chris and I will do a Speedo beer mile in February. <laughs> I don't even have a Speedo. Yeah, we'll go buy one. Wait, but like, how do you know? They probably don't want to see us do a Speedo beer mile. They don't, but like, it's punishment. I guess. I'm cool with that. That sounds good. A Speedo beer mile? Speedo beer mile it is. <laughs> Okay, this I mean this sounds terrible, but I guess that's the point of a punishment. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I mean they're not gonna win, so Stop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do we need another beer? There's just yeah, one round. Who's leading Stakes are all in this round. We're good? Yep. Alright, that that's a healthy pour. Well, that's I mean, a very healthy pour. Okay. I'm being generous. Alright. Okay, ready? Hitter blockers back on. on. Let's go. Okay. I feel like we need club music going on right now. Oh, I'll, I'll edit. Of course, I'm gonna be club music. <laughs> it's edited in right now. Okay. Let's do Ready? it. Down, up, down, drink. <laughs> Let's fucking go! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sheesh. I pulled my weight there, just gonna say. No, I did. I wasn't really bringing the team down, sorry. We'll level the playing field at some point. We'll play in person with the same, yeah. all the same cups, and then yeah. we'll figure out from there. Actually, I mean, a better a better competition. The, what, what did you call it? So we call it Boom Cup, where you like bounce the ball and then stack the, what'd you call yeah. it? Well, you call it Rage Cage. Rage, 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 rage I call it Stack Cup. Stack Cup, okay. Gotcha. Maybe there's so many different names for that game. That'll be the ultimate test because I mean, it Chris, sounds like that's all of our games. So yeah. it's three of our games. And well, yeah, except for him, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Majority wins. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, we will. We'll see. Not Nessa, but we'll see you, Sinclair, at the Texas qualifier. And yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Well, when this releases, like a week after this releases, or maybe two weeks. So. Good chat with you guys. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. yeah thanks for, thanks coming, for coming on. There you have it, Chris and Adam versus Nessa and Sinclair. It's a pretty close matchup, you know? I mean, not everyone can be a pro at everything. We were trying very hard. I mean, those ladies would beat us in a race right now. We would, we'll beat them in the flip cup. I, I think they would prefer to beat us in a race, so we'll give them that. It looks like they owe us maybe some drinks, maybe a fun night at the club, maybe a night at the casino at some point when it's COVID safe later this year. So we'll take them up on that. Hopefully they'll also, you'll see them soon in some beermile.com swag if you're looking for some beermile.com swag beermile.com click on the swag button in the menu Ali Ostrander and Stephanie Brown the only ladies that have the beermile.com crop sweatshirt true and if you're this far again please do subscribe it really helps you'll be able to get notified when we do drop that content uh, with Sinclair and Nessa going to the casino potentially going to the club that's right our man's Jerry is down for it. Oh yeah, Jerry will be there too. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Jerry's coming on the pod next with Centro and Josh Thompson. It's going to be a oh, big yeah. day. Oh, Josh yeah. Kerr's coming that day too. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Uh, Donovan Brazier said he's down, so it's going to be a boxing gloves type of type of episode. Everyone's going to be there. You, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be awesome. Everyone's going to be there. Uh, I'm not I'm trying to. <laughs> amazing, totally great. Amazing episode. <laughs> amazing. Anyway, anyway. We're digressing. Make sure you do subscribe, though. We really appreciate that. And don't forget to check out the Harrier. Beer Mile 20 for 20% off the Harrier. You can get a dope shirt like this. I see you, Craig Ingalls. I see you looking at this drip. Check out the Harrier. Don't miss out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new segment. This is called Shoot Your Shot. <laughs> a lot of you have been asking how we land the, the interviewees that we do. And here's and the, the and the background details and the, the yeah interviews. and you know yeah. and all the background details who we're DMing and here's kind of a, a show of our own hand of how we go about messaging that as well as uh, you know some of the failures that we've had in the past. Hell yeah! So I mean, this only makes sense. New segment, shoot your shot. Like I feel like we preach this uh, as well as. I mean, well, it's just our, it's our life. Like yeah, as, it's, as a podcast, when you're trying to get gas, it's your life. And so we're like, screw it. Let's just show you some of the shots that we're shooting. And we're gonna, and so the reason we have a video version and we'll, we'll read it all out for the audio version. But the reason we have a video version, we have the green screen, we can show the DMs behind us. So you're gonna wanna check that out, but let's get into it. So every episode from now on, we're gonna just show you shots that we're shooting outside of the Beer Model Podcast. So it could be like, for example, today, I'm shooting my shot with Ariana Grande. 
So I'm gonna show you that one, but then we're also gonna show you what are we DMing the friends and family of the guests that we're getting these details. And we'll just give you some insight into that because like, I think it's pretty funny. So yeah. new segment, let us know what you think. Well, I mean, we're going to keep it in regardless. Hashtag shoot your shot. So let's start with a relevant one to this podcast. So Sinclair and Nessa, we didn't go as ham as we did on Craig and uh, Eric. Nothing too savage for Nessa and Sinclair, but we did talk to Sinclair's mom ahead of time. So let's get into shoot your shot with with Mrs. Johnson. With Ms. Johnson. I got to say, Mrs. Johnson, special lady, she was pretty cool. Uh, I, it took a while for me to figure out, like, because whenever you creep on somebody, you're like, okay, who are who are their friends who are probably not going to say anything too yeah. savage? And I'm like, all right, who's Sinclair's mom? So I'm scrolling through her through her posts, through her her tweets, and I'm like, okay, this lady looks like she's either her sister or her mom. And I click on her and I'm like, oh, what do you know? It's it's her mom. So Mrs. Johnson, I send her a DM on Instagram. I say, hi, Mrs. Johnson, hope you're doing well. I'm interviewing Sinclair tomorrow. And I was wondering if you had any funny childhood memories that I should ask about. Also, you have got to be the coolest mom ever, doctor and drone photographer, sheesh. So you gotta throw in a little spice, oh, yeah. I think, sheesh. with your GMs. Yeah, sheesh. sheesh. I mean, to be fair, it's an honest feeling. Like she's a physician, plus she's an FAA certified drone photographer. So kind of savage. Just had to put that in. And she responded with uh, what I think was two paragraphs. Yeah, two paragraphs. Oh, I mean, big sh- fan. Again, shout out to Mrs. Johnson. She had some great insights. On my side, this isn't a shoot your shot with with Nessa and Sinclair this week. This is a shoot your shot. My girl, Ariana Grande. Which is relevant to the podcast because Nessa and Sinclair- Nessa said she doesn't like her, so- Not not fans. And it's kind of funny, I was on the treadmill today listening to Ariana Grande's latest album. So, you know, a little bit of spice. A little bit of spice, sheesh. I hit on my girl Ariana this weekend, actually. Uh, So let me read you exactly what it is. So there's a video on YouTube. Myself, big fan of the Power Hour. So there's this Power Hour on the YouTubes called the Hottest Girl Power Hour. And number two, so there's number one and number two. Number two is way better. So here's the DM that I sent to Ariana this weekend when I was having myself a time. I said, wait, did you say hyped or drunk? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't need to be drunk to have fun. I don't do that. Or DM stars. No, I mean, Ariana and I, we're gonna meet at Good Morning America next year anyway. Like. We're inevitably gonna be there because we're gonna get big. And so Ariana Grande, I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna be in one of your music videos. Ariana Grande, I said, just saw you in the Hottest Girls Power 2. You nailed it at minute 45. Let me know when you wanna grab coffee. I mean, the closing line is Let so me, good. just, it's, it's not an option. It's like, just let me know when you wanna grab coffee. Like, yeah. just let me know. I think that's how, you, you, you get in, you know, you get in with these celebs by saying, hey, yeah. like, I really appreciated you in X. Also, here's like my schedule or like, here's what I'm doing. I'll be there for you when you want it. Even though she doesn't know what X is. Yeah. But it was red. That's all I'm going to say. She it was red. red. Oh. It was red. No response, but it was red. So she she knows what's up. She I mean, that, up. I, dude, she if I got up. red by Ariana, hmm. Okay, well, if you're this far, you know what we're about to do. We're about to do our beer of the episode. 
This one's coming at, at you from Spiteful Brewing. Working for the weekend, double IPA, Tuesday, this- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, with some trippy-ass characters if you're on the video version. Yeah, Spiteful, so Spiteful Brewing, a Chicago brewery, pretty close to us. I've only been there in person once, but sim- I think we said this for a previous episode on the graphic designer. It's it's saying like they need to make more. Spiteful, yeah. like top-notch graphic designer. This is fire. It kind like, of, if, if you guys are like Rick and Morty or like a, a it's that vibe. Network yeah. fans, yeah, this is this is that vibe for sure. This is good stuff. So Spiteful Brewing in Chicago, get there in person if you can. Great, great scene to have a beer, but also check it out at the store. I mean, you're not going to miss this. I mean, look at this can. It's like super it, it's bright pastels, but then also they go for like the kind of weird dead thing. Oh, actually, I just realized. So Monday is like the dude is like... Is like Michael Jackson from South Park, and then by, by Friday, Friday he's, he's a normal guy. He's like a business guy, which he's is kind guy. of the reverse. Like I'm usually the opposite. I'm like, oh no, no, no. but like Monday, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, you're like, okay, I'm kind of normal because like tomorrow's Friday. And Friday, you're like, hey, look at me, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> I, I sure, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, I, you know, I, I mean, seven point nine percent. ABV, that's... In a tall boy. That's free. Nessa and Sinclair, wow, you got us... You got us a little more tipsy than we were expecting tonight uh, on a Tuesday. Tuesday when we're recording this. Speaking of which, they like clubs. Clubs going up on a Tuesday. And that's the problem. Like, they started talking about the club in Barcelona and all this stuff, and it just got us hyped, and we started, like, drinking more, and then we played some more Flip Cup, and... And they are like, you need to play with three cups, and we are like, okay. Yeah, so Nessa and Sinclair, like, can you please apologize for what you did to us on a Tuesday night? Like, we were not expecting to have this many drinks on a Tuesday night. Don't apologize to us. Apologize to Chris's wife and my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm trying to like break the world record in the beer mile. Like, how do you expect me to run a, a 4.0 mile if you're if you're making me drink all these drinks? Like, come on, come on. So you know, it's fine, it's fine. It was a good episode. It's for the people. Thanks, fellas. It's for the content. Thank, thank you all. So this spiteful brewing. Let's get back to reviewing it because we never finished. So it's a it's a double IPA. Someone someone did correct me in the episode where we talked about the beef, where I claimed that the double was a double IPA, but it's actually a Belgian. So I, I did screw that up. Really? The double IPA does taste worse to me than the Belgian style. I, I still like it, but I, but before I was claiming that I love double IPAs, triple yeah, IPAs, you, which I do, which yeah. I do, but it's really the Belgian style is what I really like. Right. And I thank you for the listener who corrected me on that. So what would you rate the drinkability for us? So, so we do drinkability, general, and then for double IP. Drinkability, taste, and X factor, but let's do it for both compared to other IPAs as well as just across the board. So let's start with drinkability. And let's say to, to other IPAs to start. Okay. So... Gonna do, do the finger mode, count of three, so we don't see each other's answers, we're not influenced. Three, two, one. <laughs> Adam with the safe as usual, seven. Oh, it's a seven. I mean, it's like, it's okay. pretty good. But it's like, as seven. far as, okay, all right, as far as IPAs, pretty good. Don't know if I could have more than three or four. Yeah, actually, why did I rate it a six? That's kind of so, high. So my, so my 10, to, or close to my 10, for, for the listeners is uh, Green Line. 
No. Oh, okay. What is it? I think I think Green Line's pretty good, but I think Revolution Brewing, um, their oh. their IPA is fantastic. Yeah, that's that's my upper bounds. This okay. I, w- I would say is a six or a seven as far as compared to other IPAs. Compared to other, it IPAs. is also a double, so it's like kind of at a disadvantage, you could say, because it's a little bit stronger. Right. So it's like drinkability I mean, levels probably like lower. not even counting the fact that it's seven point nine. Seven point nine is that's a, that's a free seven point nine. Exactly, exactly. So let's let's do uh, drinkability as far as general beers that we've had. Count to three. Count three, two, one. Oh, six? I think it's I think it's, it's a pretty three. Good. I had a three because I, it's just because it's a double IPA. It's stronger both hop wise, IBU wise, as well as alcohol wise. It's not like I'm not gonna I'm not going to drink a six pack of this. I so think, it's not that drinkable. I think I, IBU wise, oh. you would be surprised. I don't think it's very high. Oh, this guy doesn't know anything. We're get, I listeners, lawyer, please call us out because I, I feel like we deserve to be called out more than we, all right, we all right, are. Because all right. so here's here's a funny here's a funny little tidbit for y'all that are still listening, which is probably two people. If you're if you're one of those two people, hit us up in the DMs and let us know. We appreciate it. But in the episode with Colleen Quigley, we are sitting on a rock in Buffalo Park, and Adam says that the blonde. Ale tastes like 312, and I cut it because I was like, this guy's dumb as shit. Like, a blonde doesn't taste like 312. And so I just cut it because I was like, I don't want people to think that we're dumb. Uh, but so so jump in right now. I'm leaving this in because since Colleen, we said no more cuts. Like, that's our rule now, no more cuts. So tell him that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. This it, whatever you just said a, is this wrong. This has a really good score on Beer Advocate, so I'm I'm standing my ground. It has a really good score, but what's the IBU level? Where's our IBUs? It says typically double IPAs are sixty to. Yeah, so that's t- high. Well, that's t- high. typically, but I, that's what I'm telling you is this isn't very hoppy. So Adam is claiming that this double IPA isn't very hoppy compared to other double IPAs. If yeah. you actually know about beer, because we are not claiming we're beer experts. If you, I am. We, we know, I mean, we know what we like to drink, which is almost everything, almost any day of the week. If it, uh, if it goes down my throat, sure. Then it's fine. Then it's fine. You know. But if you if you actually know what you're talking about, we couldn't. We in a quick search, we spent like 30 seconds. We couldn't find the IBUs for this, so. If you think that this one compared to other double IPAs is more or less hoppy, just let us know in the comments and we'll we'll take your word for it. But Adam's claiming it's a little, I guess, more drinkable because it's a lower IBU. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's as hoppy as other beers that I've drank. I mean, a, a Google search says that double IPAs are 60 to 100. So, yeah, yeah. It's like the upper, it's an upper end. I mean, I mean, it's an it's not only an IPA, but it's a double IPA. So yeah, it's going to be to me, hoppier. It, to me, it does. Maybe I'm confusing IBUs with bitterness, um, but I don't I don't think it tastes that bitter. It's it's not very bubbly. I think it goes down easy. Fair, you know. Speaking of going down easy, let's do the taste. Do we start with general or what? What do we start with? Let's start with comparing it to other IPAs. All right. So IPAs, double IPAs, triple IPAs, all in the game. So three, two, one. I went safe. Seven. Oh, I went an eight. I think 
taste wise, it's pretty good. I mean, we're, we're agreed on that. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I will pretty say, good. I'm I'm kind of a, a p word on the drinkability, but taste wise, I'm a strong eight. Are you persuaded at all that it's higher alcohol content? So you're like, oh, this is. I'm getting more bang for my buck. This is a value play. Uh, compared is to other IPAs, I, I don't think so because a lot of IPAs are higher ABV. I think when we get to rating generally, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think I kind of am already. I'll stand by in the in the episode that I'm referencing where I claim, in the beef episode, episode 16, where I claim that I'm trying to figure out why I like double IPAs and triple IPAs more than IPAs. I still actually stand by that because I actually like this better than some standard IPAs. Like, like I, even, even yeah, Goose I Island Green Line, I prefer this over that. And so I'm still like curious. Goose Island Green Line is still very, that to me feels very hoppy. And this feels less it, hoppy. That, and that's what I don't understand. Is it like my taste buds are stupid or like, is that is that the truth? Like that it is a double IPA for whatever reason is less hoppy, harsh, I don't know, whatever word you want to use. So if you're a brewmaster, if you actually know what you're talking about, because we don't, comment, let us know. Yeah, but, please, but that's we, the reason for my rating, basically. We, we actually really do want to have a brewmaster on the pod just because we're so inept at yeah. rating beers. Like We want to know why we like what we like and why we dislike what we, what we don't like. All right, so I think Adam and I are agreeing that it's pretty good on both the drinkability and the taste. I mean, we're, we're pretty, I don't know, we're pretty status quo when we rate beers, unfortunately. I mean, we'll try to get more extreme one way or the other going forward, especially as we have more in our palate. Like we're, yeah, we're building up, this is our first time drinking is the Beer Mile podcast. So we've only drank for three months. We haven't had that many IPAs, we'll get there. Tell um, us if you want us to be more savage, because we will. Yeah, if you That'll, want us to be really savage, like everything's a one or a 10, just let us know, we'll, we'll do it. Um, last piece, X Factor. I think I'll make this really quick. It's a it's a local spot. Like I really appreciate Spiteful. Good for you. Also, like we mentioned, the graphic designer on this. Excellent work. Hopefully you're paid well. If you're not, Spiteful Brewing. You saw, did, yeah, saw some some dough. Saw some some dough because I I feel like so many times when I'm in the store, the reason I'm picking a beer is I'm looking at the can. I'm like that looks awesome. Yeah. So appreciate you graphic designer hope to meet you one day that's my x factor do you have anything to add with the x factor yeah i would just reiterate that my x factor is is the graphic design i think it's funny but also like eye-catching too and that's that's what would grab me in the store let's close this out the harrier beer mile 20 20 off don't be that guy that doesn't have a shirt from the harrier or a sticker the harrier also garmin make sure you click the link in the bio you you got to get a new GPS watch. I mean, you can't you can't be walking around with some fake ass data or a Timex. Get that GPS watch. Link in bio. Slap the subscribe. Slap the like. Five star rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Download the podcast. Subscribe. I mean, whatever. You know what? You guys know what to do. If you share this with a friend, that's all that really matters to us. We don't really care about the money. If you just share it with a friend and one other person gets entertainment out of it, that's the most important thing. So send please us, share it. Yeah, send us your ideas for videos, people we should interview. Um, and yeah, you know, have yourself a day. 